Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit Radio. Professionally Fit is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. At Professionally Fit, we help you to identify the direct correlation between your health and your career. Welcome to the show. I'll be your host and Professionally Fit founder, Ms. Lisa A. Smith, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jay. And today we have another super dope co-host, our third squad member, Miss Tiffany Hughes. Hi guys. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hey, thank you, thank you. So this is a super dope weekend. Um, every year Jay, Tiff, and I go on what's called a fit trip. And this is our third annual fit trip. And we pick a place, and every year a different person is responsible for plotting and planning this fit trip and we pick a place and we go and we do some heavy fitness related activity we eat great plant-based food and we do girl talk and it's just our way of coming together every year to honor our health and honor each other and our journeys and our different stages of life so this is our fit trip weekend so we decided to record a podcast with our third musketeer miss tiff if you follow us on social media you have seen tiff and all of our our videos and any campaigns that we do and most importantly she's a coach at professionally fit so we are knee deep in this thing we always talk about the importance of your squad being your support system and this is my support system we are each other's support system so so excited to have tiff on the show today and we are gonna talk about some really fun topics today um can you be happy and unhealthy Right? What do you guys think? I think I think you can believe you are happy. I think you can believe you're happy, but I don't think it's the same type of happiness that you can achieve when you are actually taking care of your, your temple and you're eating healthy food. Tiff? I think you can. I know plenty of people who are so happy and secure in their unhealthy habits. Um, so I think you can. I think you can if that's your perception, if that's how you feel. Even though your habits are not healthy and you're comfortable with it, I think in your mind you can be happy. Okay, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna delve into. I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm on the fence about it. So we're gonna definitely delve into it. So can you be happy and unhealthy? Also, health is the only thing that you can't pay somebody to do for you. Right. Right. So we're gonna delve into. Um, why is this so hard? It's so difficult. Right. Things we hear all the time from people. So. Health is the only thing, and we went through a long list of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but health is the only thing. <laughs> the one you, and only thing. The yeah. one and only thing you cannot pay somebody to do for you. And finally, why is health and wellness content so unappealing to people? Agreed. Right. We've had, we launched the war on sugar. Um, it was twenty five days ago now on June first, and. It's been an interesting response been an so far. So we're going to bring it yeah. to the podcast and really chat about why is health and wellness content not as appealing as Kardashian's new makeup line dropping this month. So, but first, wait, wait what? Wait, what is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? what? We'll let the special guest go first. Well, thank you. Um, actually, my way what just occurred like maybe an hour ago. Um, we were out for our a morning walk. We decided to get some fresh air, some sun, and take a walk. And doing that, we stopped at this market. We got healthy food, salads, and all that. So Jay and I are checking out. 
And the cashier was just finishing up a conversation as we were walking up. And she's actually dating um, someone who works there as well. He was bagging up the groceries. She was actually checking everybody out. Um, and so they were wrapping up their conversation and she just happened to mention it. What she said was her boyfriend told her not to feed her son vegan food. So we, we caught... No, it was his son. Oh, his it son. Wasn't I'm her sorry. Son. Okay. His, his son. son. So yeah. we walked, we caught the tail end of that and both Jay, Jay and I immediately jumped into coach mode. We were both like, <laughs> wait, wait what? what? How hard did your neck snap? <laughs> All the way back. When, when I tell you, I'm just like, wait a minute. And so we're purchasing our vegan food, our salads and our lentil soup and everything. So we, you can tell that we are in this plant-based life. So... She said, you know, I, I was a vegan, you know, but now I recently start, went back to, to dairy. And she's like, I don't find anything wrong with it. She started talking about how her health was better. She said she felt better, more energized and everything. And I'm like, so what's wrong with feeding your food? Your son or his son, healthy food. And so that got our mind thinking, like, yeah. so what is the problem with vegan food? Right. Like, is there a perception that vegan food isn't? Manly, manly maybe or, or masculine are you gonna be scrawny and frail? are you gonna be are you yeah. not gonna get what you need and so we kind of went in a little bit and then so he walked away <laughs> oh y'all checked him about it <laughs> well he walked away while we were talking to her about her stuff so i don't know if he had to tend to something else or if he walked away like these chicks are crazy right. or what but right i just thought that that was really interesting how that conversation came about because it's like, so are men not comfortable with veganism right. or like, no, I don't think they are. Like if they're not into that, into that lifestyle and done any, because education is very important. Mm -hmm. If you're Agreed. uneducated on the subject, then you have all these preconceived notions and you have no one to dispel the myth. If no one in your circle is doing that. And if you just have one person or two people like, no, 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 it's not like that. That's not enough when everyone else is eating meat mm -hmm. yep. and they seem to be thriving. Right. Yep. So, yeah. You got to real. we're going against our culture. Our, yeah, exactly. Have, all, all of us have grown up off of meat and potatoes and dairy and everything else. So right. we're fighting against that grain. Exactly. So we run into this often. And so I'm just like, really? So, and I know a lot of male vegans, but I know a lot more female vegans mm -hmm. and maybe that's just because of my circle and the, where I've been and the exposure I've had so I don't right. know ladies have you met a lot of male vegans do you seem does it seem to be a more female dominated thing or what you know what's funny is that the ones I know personally are mostly females but the ones I follow are mostly male and especially the doctors that I follow that are plant-based doctors and that promote um, plant-based lifestyle and vegan or and or vegetarianism are mostly males like my favorite is yeah. Dr. Mark okay. Hyman and there there's Dr. Khan who owns the Green Space Cafe that we went to last night and um there's Dr. Joe Furrer and there's just so many um plant-based doctors that I follow but they're all male and then I follow there's a lot of vegan fitness bodybuilders that I follow as well on Instagram and they're mostly male so I don't know but personally no and I don't know like you said it might be my own personal ecosystem but no I don't know a lot of uh, male personally yeah all right so my weight was, as uh, Lisa told you, we're all here on the Fit Trip. Woo! 2017. Fit Trip 2017. And um, so you guys may not know this, but Lisa is no notorious for just randomly announcing some big life thing. And like, it's just, 
it's just so <laughs> annoying. She'll just, you know, I remember when we went, when she went to China, um, we just went right out to the bar and we were just sitting at the bar and she was like, oh yeah, I'm moving to China for a year. I meant to, yeah. I thought I mentioned that. I was like, wait, just casually, I was so like, sad. I was like, a year to China? I'm like what? She was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I thought I'd mention that while we sit here, you know, just kind of, I said, what? And then I remember she said, um, she's thinking about being a pilot and starting her own airline with just female, oh, a black, black female pilots. Oh, that would like, be dope. I'm sorry. That would be dope. I said, okay. She don't let my dreams live. That's so I said, she no, that's when I was great. like, because you had just, I think you got your master's, you was knee deep in. I don't know what you were doing at the time, but I was, I'm not in the mood for you to be training to be a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the mood. I'm sorry. Before that dream. Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. I'm saying no, like I'm your mama. No. And so today she comes, you know, we rented this nice house, a full house, kitchen and everything is really nice. And she just casually strolls into the living room and says, oh, I meant to tell y'all, I might be going to the army. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> What? I ignored her. I flat out ignored her. My next name. And Tiffany said, was what? like, what? <laughs> I did not want anybody to respond. Poor t- I, feel the f- I feel the worst for Tiff because she's not used to the way I deliver my information. <laughs> there's no build up. There's no long email. No. There's no, you know, preface. There's no story. It's just like, hey guys, this is what my life plan is. For oh yeah. And before <laughs> that, oh no, I'm sorry. I, I left something out. She, she know I always reads her blog, read her blog post. And she just kept bugging me this one day. Like, did you read my blog? Did you read my blog? And I'm like, no, I'm about to see you in a minute. I was like, I'm going to read the blog. But she never does this. So um, I finally read the blog. That's how I found out she was going to med school. And now she's going to be a doctor. I said, excuse me? Wait. Wait. I just got, you just started this business of being a um, personal trainer of your own company. So now we're going, okay, med- yeah. I decided... I want to know more information on how to heal people holistically. And people, you know, so, okay. All right, good. That's good. It's along the lines of something you're doing right now. And then, so today's announcement was, yeah, the Army, because I'm not going to be in debt. The Army helps with med school. Yeah, the Army will pay for your medical schooling. And, you know, this week I was um, Googling companies that offer tuition reimbursement or tuition assistance. And a lot of companies came up. But what I decided is that they only pay for um, programming that is in line with what, with what yeah. you'll be doing for them, yeah. right? I'm like, ugh, because Verizon is one of the top companies that offer tuition resistance. And I'm like, well, Verizon paid for me to go be a doctor, though. So I had to get more specific, you yeah. know, and... Um, the military came up, and I'm like, "What let me look into this? I'm not in the mood. I'm I'm like, <laughs> too early on a Sunday. And then, oh, and then she hit us with, you know, I might have to be a doctor uh, with the army for a few years after I graduate to pay off the debt. You so know? you might be in Afghanistan. Who knows? Being a doctor. And that's so where extra. I was coming from. Like, you gonna actually see combat? You gonna I'm not gonna be, be a soldier. <laughs> I will be I an didn't officer. Say a soldier, but you have to go where they go. Where there's danger. Maybe. Listen, like, I'm over you. That's there's all I'm army saying. bases all throughout the world. I might be in like a luxury kush kush spot over in Europe somewhere. Might or maybe. I or, mean, you know, look at the glass half full. Anyway, 2018, we're looking for a third partner for the fit trip. Lisa's okay, out, Lisa's Lisa's out of here. Lisa's going to be in combat wearing army boots. I don't care if she is or not. She can't come. I'm sick of her. Because you know she's going to have another bomb in. 
my goal is to drop a bomb every fifth trip. I'm, I'm setting that goal. I'm over you. You're officially done. <laughs> you can deal with her if you want. <laughs> Oh, my way, what? And so I told you guys uh, about last week how the nurse came out. Oh, I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm doing air quotes for nurse, right? Mm -hmm. We later found out she was a fraud. Solely not. But she took my blood and everything for life insurance. So at a, she said, wait about a week or two. You can go online and check your results and da, da, da. So I went online this week to check my results for my blood and urine test. And there were two things that were elevated. One was my HDL, which is considered the good mm -hmm. cholesterol, which is not a big deal for me. I'm like, okay. Um, but the second one was this thing called GGT. It's called gamma glitteryl transferase. And it, you're, it's made in your kidney and livers, and it, it was really elevated. So the normal range for GGT is from about uh, up to the max is about 50, 59. Mm -hmm. Mine was 175. What? I know. So, I instantly went into like a mini panic. I'm like, wait, what is this? What is it an indication of? Right. You know, so I just started researching like elevated GGT. What does that mean? And so, if your GGT is elevated in addition to your ALP being elevated, that means that you could have bone disease. Mm -hmm. um, but if your ALP is not elevated, but your GGT is, that means you could have liver disease. Mm -hmm. Right? So, it's an indication of... Um, something going on with your liver. And so I started researching liver disease and all of these side effects came up that you could put, you, you normally would experience if you have liver disease. And I haven't had any of them, but I'm like, I don't know why this is elevated so right. high. So let me just go get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. So on campus at Wayne State, there's a, you know, doctor's office. And so <laughs> the next day, of course, I found out on Wednesday, of course, on Thursday, I'm on somebody's phone at nine o'clock in the morning and I'm like, I need to, you know, make an appointment for exam or whatever. And I was like, and, and can you get me today? Right. So, of course, by the way, and by today? the way, you know, this health thing is a serious thing. Yeah. So I go same day after my chemistry class and um, I walk into the doctor's office and the lady's like, you know, what are you coming in for exactly? <laughs> and I'm rattling it off all these words and i'm like so i want you to give me a hepatitis b a hepatitis c and everything because those are both liver diseases and i'm like and i want to know was my ggt really elevator or was the insurance company trying to get money out of me and blah 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 and she was like <laughs> wait what <laughs> she was like i'm sorry uh because you know this is a med you know on a, a, stu a university campus so i'm sure most of the kids are young they come in yeah. for stds and drugs and whatever you know pregnancies but i'm just like no nah. Hepatitis. <laughs> Hepatitis test, what? please. Do it, please. And she, now. They, you have any symptoms? Nope, not a one. I'm like, but this number was exceptionally elevated. So, you know, they, you know, registered me, plug me in. So when I come back from my appointment a few hours later, I sit down with the nurse practitioner and she walks in the room and she's like, I'm just going to address the elephant in the room because I don't know, why do you need a hepatitis test? She was like, usually I would examine people and, you know, casually walk into the conversation. She was like, but why are you, what? She's like, nobody <laughs> comes in, like, check my liver. She's like, not at y'all, at young right. people. Yeah. She, I'm like, oh, no, I think I'm healthy as an ox, but I need to be clear because I live <laughs> this lifestyle, so I can't be out here yeah. uh, fraudulent. Right. And so it was so, she was just like, unbelievable i'm like sorry that's crazy that it's un unbelievable though yeah and i was yeah. like and i felt bad because i was like my ggt 
ABT, it was elevated, but my ALP was not. And what I know about it is this time. And I was like, do you know what that is? Oh, it was just a, I didn't mean to insult her. She's like, yes, yes, I know what it is. I was just, I want to be clear because I, I, my, one of my pet peeves is actually when people are conversating and they use acronyms. And so, or when people write and use acronyms, I'm like, people don't know what that means. Right. You can't just say oh, no. HHP for life. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> So, but yeah, so we had a really good conversation. She took more blood for me. And so she'll be calling me tomorrow um, to give me my results. She's like, okay, I'll check for hepatitis. I doubt it. And she did a, a physical exam. She's like, your liver and your um, spleen are not swollen. But, and I'm like, well, just in case. Well, hepatitis is contagious. Can I? I'm gonna move back. It is. It is. Back a little bit. It I'm gonna offend you, but you know, <laughs> I, I got kids. I, you know, by my medication. So. <laughs> yeah, let me go. Let me sit back a little. She's like, you haven't had this. I'm like, no, 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 nothing. And nothing I read, I've experienced none of it. But we'll see. So that was my way. What? Good luck. Sister. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Sure, you you are healthy as an ox. Yes, and so which brings us to our first conversation. Um, oh, before we do, I have to give a major shout out to our summer 2017 scholarship winner. Okay. Um, Miss yes. Robin, congratulations every quarter. Um, every, every quarter at Professionally Fit, we offer a, a complimentary scholarship that um, runs through the entire season. So three months of complimentary nutritional and personal training coaching. And we just selected our 2017 summer recipient. Um, and she, you know, gave us a great submission and, um, she was chosen cause we had to narrow it down to a few people. Then a few more, we got it down to three people and then I did a lottery. So I just, you go, there's a website where you can go and plug in things that you're choosing from and they'll, oh. they'll automatically choose for you. So, so she, cool. she won the lottery, um, in it with regard to our finalists for this season scholarship. So congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Um, also want to give a big shout out and thank you to some of our listeners. Um, our episode on emotional eating, shout out to Raquel, who after listening to the episode was able to identify that she was emotional eater and, um, own that. So hopefully Rocky, if you're listening, first of all, thank you for listening. And she just launched hey, her Rocky. own show this week, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Shout out to Rocky's reality. Um, but um, so shout out to her for listening and being able to identify that she's an emotional eater. Also to our client, LaShonda, she listened to our weight loss episode and had an amazing testimony about her own experience with weight loss surgery. And it was actually a really successful experience. And so um, I think I want to have her on to talk about her bariatric surgery. And because she said the thing that did it for her was following the doctor's orders to the T. Mm -hmm. She was like, I mean, line by line, I did not miss a beat on anything that I was told to do. And she was like, I think that's where most people fail. So she had a really good testimony uh, with regard to our weight loss surgery episode. So shout out to a few of our listeners out there who's giving us some great feedback. Awesome. Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Can you be happy and healthy? Can you be self-proclaimed happy in your life? Excuse me. Can you be happy and unhealthy? You know what? Earlier I said I I don't think you could truly be happy, but I I, I think I take that back because I'm thinking about your surroundings and who you you know we live in we we compare yep. ourselves and when people around you are just as unhealthy, that's the norm for you. You don't see anything. Wrong you don't with see it. anything wrong with it. it you're not subconsciously depressed like you that that's just the, your way of life and so yeah i definitely believe that someone can be happy and unhealthy for sure mm-hmm. yeah and also they put that onto their kids so i know 
that it's a matter of um, miseducation or, or lack of education because if they really were suffering from this, would you really do that to your to your child? Would you really put the same habits onto them? Would you really, you know, we try our best to give our kids a better life. So it's it's really like this is all you know. Yeah. So can you be happy and knowingly unhealthy? Because there are individuals who know I'm addicted to this sugar, or they closet eat, or no, I don't believe so. I okay. think once you, once you know, once you know, I don't think you can be happy and unhealthy. No. What you think, Tiff? I I know for a fact. I'm going to give you a, a quick example. I have a coworker who. She, we have had this conversation because she knows I'm into health and fitness, all that stuff. And she said, well, my mother had diabetes, so I know I'm going to get diabetes. She and said, so, I know I'm going to I get- know. She knows for a fact she is not doing anything to not get diabetes. Get diabetes. Yes. She's just living her life. And she's like, I know what's going down, so I'm going to let wow. it happen. And I'm cool with it. She was so cool. I'm going to let that. it happen, and I yes. know I'm going to get it. She had no problem with it at all. She has resigned herself. This is going down. She is not changing anything. Her diet, nothing, no prevention methods or at all. She is cool with it and completely content with it. So I Girl, you, can. you, you can, got to be You can me. revel in your unhealthy. That should have been your way. What? First of all. What? Right. right. She's totally comfortable. And she knows it's happening. And she's waiting for it to come on, diabetes. Come on down. I'm waiting for it. What am I missing? You lying to me. Yeah. I wish I was. That's first of all. You've got to be kidding me. I wish I was. So, yes, I believe you can know it. And in your mind, you accept it. And you're like, this is going to be my fate. And do you believe she's, you know, happy in her life or comfortable with? I I only know what she presents. And she presents as someone who is completely comfortable, content. You know, she thinks I'm nuts, of course. With all my healthy stuff, and she's not willing to be nuts <laughs> for the sake. Not of even a little bit prevention. Not even a little bit. Man, with an <laughs> ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. It is insane to me how you know we don't. I was on a consultation this week with someone who said to me, "My doctor just put me on blood pressure medication, so I I, I need to do something now." That was her sentence. Now it's time for me to do something, and the power in prevention. The power and prevention. I don't, I've said this so many times on this show and I'll just say it for a millionth and one time. I don't care what runs in your family. I don't care if everybody in your family has a condition, mm-hmm. diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, cancer, dementia. I don't care what's ran in your family. Genes are expressed by your lifestyle habits. Exactly. Yes. Your heredity does not determine your health. Your behavior determines what genes express themselves in your body. So tell your coworker to listen to this episode, and we are talking to you directly, my dear. You do not have to have diabetes. It is not your fate. I don't care that your mom had it, if your dad has it, if everybody you sit next to has it. You do not have to be diabetic. You can live a full, healthy, diabetic-free life just by being preventative and taking care of your body and exercising and being conscious and being educated on what diabetes is and what... Because a lot of people think sugar causes diabetes and it's actually fat. You know what I mean? So you have to be really, really educated. Don't sit back and own that. And I don't care what any doctor has ever told anybody. Get a second and third and fourth and fifth opinion. Yep, don't accept it. Why? And not to mention, <laughs> just like you said, she was like, I have high blood pressure. Now, the thing about prevention also is 
yeah, it doesn't guarantee that you will never get sick. Just like you, yours was elevated. Mm. Now let's say that that was true. Let's say something really was when you have trained yourself to do. If they said cut this out, don't do this, you are now disciplined. So now you, because I don't understand how a person can go from living one lifestyle one way, get a diagnosis, and now you think you're gonna be con- conditioned. And, to, and follow, right? You know, yeah. you you haven't been doing that. It's going to be so hard for you to do. Yep. You have to get in practice. Yes, and with eating right. Yes, and exercise. Yes, and so in 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 the case that you do have to, let's say, remove gluten or remove cheese or remove you're you're now in practice of doing what you said you will do, and you know that you're capable. Mm-hmm. So you don't get discipline overnight. No. You be, you better start now. In yep. the event that. In the event that your kid may need that, what if your what if your kid can't have something, and now you're like, okay, well I love sugar. Now what I'm gonna do? I, I can't right. get my kids sugar because they said they're allergic or whatever. You need to get in the practice of feeding your family healthy foods so that you can teach them the right way. Whether it's husband, kids, cousin, whomever, start with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I said that, and I think I posted that a while ago. Like kids, doesn't matter what you say, they see what you do. Exactly. Yes. So you say you can't have that donut, but. Like, I'm about to go over here and eat this. You right. know, whatever it is, you have to model that behavior. Otherwise, they're going to model. Yeah, because I've seen, um, when I used to watch a lot of documentaries and then the kid would have some type of allergic reaction or something to certain things and the family be in the kitchen eating this crap and the kid can't. Oh, but you can't like, have it, though. No, you can't have it. Like, no, you all as a unit <laughs> need to eat healthy yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. So, the answer to the question is, once you know better, I my I don't believe that you can seriously be happy. Yep. Yeah. Not 100%. No, no. You can front, but when yeah. you know you're doing damage to your vessel, you know, that takes that plays a role in your overall health, your psychological and emotional health. Like you literally deteriorate your mind with sugar and with mucus. So you're not even firing on all cylinders, you know, cognitively. So you, you, you're well aware. Yeah. A lot of people live in the dark, but yeah, I don't think you can be truly happy and unhealthy consciously. Okay. Yep. Here we are. All right now. All right now. But you still think you can, right? I still think that you can create that false sense of happiness yeah but like you said deep down you know you you know you know that you're doing something that is not in line with what you want to see out of your life and we've talked about the the curvy girl the big girl where i was listening to the steve harvey show at a client's house the other day and he had some big girls on and they were talking about the big girl moving and and he asked like what do you like to be called curvy big uh bbw she was like fat i said correct (laughs) raise one up can somebody please own it yeah. Can somebody please own yes. it? She said, "No, I am fat. I'm, a, you know, I'm part of the movement, and I and I talk and preach about confidence and being beautiful and dressing for your size. And I'm in, I'm one of the forefronters in front of the movement. Right. I'm on the front line, should I say? She's like, but I'm fat. Call, call me fat. Can we call spade spade? Yeah. So, um, so you and I, Jay, have talked about this offline about before we just wrap up this topic about being unhealthy." And happy, and when it comes to um, being fat or being overweight, mm-hmm. you know that's unhealthy, right? A certain amount of obesity is just unhealthy, and so. But a lot of these women and men are very happy, especially men are very oh, happy. Oh yeah, yeah, so, me, yeah. me so are secure, and yeah. they, they, right? They, I, <laughs> it shocks me when I walk down the street and a big man tries to holler at me. 
What are Why? you? Yeah, I'm doing so. You got stuff to work on. Yeah, you got stuff to work on. You trying to get a relationship? Yeah, that's like this guy tried to give me the bedroom eyes from the bus stop when I was uh, driving. He at the bus. I was at the light. He was at the bus stop. I said, "Excuse me, sir, did you really?" And he hit you with the bedroom eyes. Oh, hit me with the bedroom eyes. You from got, the bus stop. Like, look, from the bus stop. I, I was in bus pass. You can ride oh, with yeah. me, homie. Yeah, I was if like, you Sir. Have, if you have visible unhealthy features, there's some stuff you need to be working on before this relationship, before this date so night. Don't yeah, think like that, you know. But so you listen. I mean, the curvy girl movement might be a testament. You can be unhealthy and happy, and unhealthy in the sense that I'm not putting diagnosis on anybody. Before you guys get defensive, I'm just saying very clearly, obesity is a it chronic is a illness. Risk. It is a health risk. That's all we're saying. So. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely doable. Um, so why is health and wellness so unappealing then? Which is going to lead us into, you know, health is the only thing you can't pay someone to do. To talk about your frustration with the war on sugar. Sure. Okay, so I launched the war on sugar um, June 1st. And my thing was I just want to spread awareness to people about how dietary, you know, avoiding sugar can lead to all these health improvements. So I started posting vigorously on social media. I was posting all these facts and I was saying, take the pledge, take the pledge, please take the pledge, everybody. And I noticed, I mean, I've got a lot of negativity from it. I see people avoiding it. I see all these posts. What and do you like, mean negativity? What I mean is people saying, you're going a little hard. You're going real hard on sugar. Like, why are you doing really? this? What's your point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, commenting or like personally either texting. commenting or in person by in person. Wow, I didn't know People that. People that didn't say anything on my post, but I see you in passing, and they're like, "You, is you okay? Like, why are you going so hard?" And I'm like, "Because I'm passionate about it." Right. Somebody very close to me was diagnosed with diabetes, and so I took that. I, I, I couldn't do it no more. I was tired of people just making these lifestyle choices and then living with these consequences. You don't have to. This is self-imposed. Okay, so. People will post, and I, I brought it to YouTube. I was frustrated. I was just like, I'm, I'm considering, I was really considering ending the war on sugar. I'm just like, I'm frustrated. Nobody even cares. We had like, what, five people so far take the pledge? Um, so I feel like nobody really cares. And here I am, over, I'm extending myself. I'm spending time. I'm spending, I mean, we had t-shirts made. We took time. We did a video. I'm like, I'm putting all this effort, and nobody even seems to care. So one of the things that Jay sent, she sent me a, um, a screenshot of a post, I think it was Nicki Minaj. People were talking about her. Her butt was like sagging now. Her, uh -huh. her butt implants were they were they were starting to get old and sag. And I, I mean, think that was Black China. Don't put that on Nicki. Black China. Black China. I was gonna let you have it. But that. I just was like, really? And it was so it was like Thousands of shares and likes, and people are going comment the threads on it, the comments. So I'm like People will share and talk about yeah. this nonsense, really, because what does that have to do with anybody? Are we going to exactly. meet Black China and, exactly. and, and see her and Black person? Just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, But you're spreading health and wellness messages, and people are just like, I don't want to read that. I don't mm -hmm. want to see that. I don't want to comment on that. So why is that? You know, so you guys did thank you so much for the re-encouragement. You did, you know, encourage me to go ahead and continue, but I just was like, why is it that nobody cares about this stuff that's personal that's impacting your future your quality of life right. your children right right but black china's butt is so much more worthy 
oh, uh, yeah. attention. Oh, that. yeah. And it's just that people don't care. People don't, it's more appealing to talk about other stuff than to actually look at yourself and be like, and be you know what? I really need to take charge of my future and my health. Oh, yeah. Now you're trying to make people uncomfortable. Yes. Now I got to give up this and I got to yeah. give up that. I actually got to do work because that, I, I believe that most people do the same thing every single day. Go to work, come home. Like There's you're trying to disrupt. Yeah. You're trying to disrupt something when you do something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So why would I take the pledge on sugar when my life is just fine? Mm-hmm. Right. They don't no. see a reason to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have diabetes right now. So what am I even thinking why, about? Right. Why, 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 prevention is so not even. It's an afterthought. Because you're like, dang, why not? Now I got diabetes. Well, doggone it. I remember somebody saying something about, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of I'm fine. What I'm doing is okay. I'm not sick. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. diabetic. I'm not. And and also, well, just just with war on sugar, I don't think people know how dangerous sugar is. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just sound. Oh, I don't eat cookies every day. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it doesn't sound like it's as dangerous as it is. Mm-hmm. And sugar is it's awful. The more I post and do research about it to spread awareness, the more I'm becoming more educated about it. Right. right. And so I'm, it fuels my passion even more. Right. Yeah, but yeah, like like we said, they they more yeah. I, that screenshot was just to, you know, encourage you that people like nonsense. Mm-hmm. They yeah. they love they like to be entertained, and also they like to feel like they have one up someone. Yeah. So oh, so look at her butt. You know, let right. me share this. Look look <laughs> look what she doing. You know what I'm my saying? My butt's fine though. So yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. At least my, my butt is good. on point. Uh-huh. My butt is like woo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think um, flies are attracted to sh- not honey. Right. Right. And so I think um, number one, it forces people to look in the mirror. Right. When it's much easier to look on the outside and criticize somebody else's flaws. Um, so when you force people to take a look into what they're doing and take a look into their habits and take mm-hmm. a look into their lifestyle. Oh, that's a hard pill to swallow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not harder than that cholesterol pill but it's a hard (laughs) pill to swallow and so um anytime somebody can avoid facing their own deficiencies and facing their own weaknesses they'll do that the average person right easy path right people take the easy path path. and so um when you say it's a war on sugar guys and did you know that sugar compromises your immune system? And, and did you know that sugar is causes inflammation in your body, which leads to chronic diseases? And a lot of people are already suffering from that. And then that's going to cause them to stop doing something that they're extremely comfortable with and that makes them happy. And not to mention that it is the most um, consumed drug in America. Mm-hmm. So it is, people, it's just too, you're, you're getting personal. Basically, yeah. it's what you're doing. But on the same note, like we talked about offline, you're assuming that people aren't reading, right? Right. Because right. they're not commenting and they're not liking and they're not sharing. But because it is such a personal topic, right? People, have you ever come across a post yourself on social media, something that really hit home and somebody was being very transparent, maybe telling their own story and you read it and we're all in because you could relate, but you didn't engage? Oh, yeah, because... Yeah. You know, I'm fatty. Like, you don't like my stuff. I don't like your. Stuff. No, I'm talking <laughs> I about. Care. Stuff. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever. You don't like my. I ain't got one like, like from you. No, nope. ever since we that was friends. a good person. I, I would have liked it had yours. you had you engaged with me before. I don't care. Get it I together. Can't stand okay. Get it together. Petty is all around. 
But I mean, something yeah. that really, yeah, really hit home for you guys. Like, oh, I can relate to that. I'm going through that in my own relationship. Or I'm going through that with yeah. my kids. I'm going through that with my body. And and you're reading, you know, somebody else's transparent story. And you take it all in. Yeah. And then you and go then about your moving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, don't underestimate how much of that is really happening. Yeah. And anytime, for anybody out there, anytime you're really passionate about something, stay on your soapbox. Because number one, from a business aspect and just because whatever, you're establishing yourself as an expert. But also, you know, that's valued. It's much more valuable to be known as someone who stands for something um, and and stands on their platform regardless of the lack of response or commitment or followers um, than it is to be to just be, you know, go whatever way the wind is blowing that week. So um, always stand, you know, for what you stand for without with without regard to because that's just what you're into bottom line so this is what i talk about you know bottom line so and, and, and we're reaching more people than we think we are i can guarantee it yeah I can oh and one it. last thing i want to add of why um positivity and i even took a media class before um is and they said if it bleeds it leads meaning um whatever's violent like whatever the, because that's yeah. how they get their viewers so whatever's negative um, well, I'll reverse it. Whatever's positive, even with the stars, it gets, no it, it gets shared less. <laughs> yeah. Gets um, read less, even if you were famous. I've seen yeah. um, a post about Beyonce, and it's something positive. And, and then I'll see something like when Solange kicked Jay-Z, how many times that got uh, shared oh, yeah, that and read. Good. And, Big news. you know, so it, it doesn't even matter who you are, really. No. The more negative it is. The more people are yeah. going to engage, a hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent. So it's not just health and wellness. Um, health. Have you guys ever been underestimated? Oh yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah, for sure. Yes, okay, ma'am. have you guys ever been overestimated? Yeah, like yeah. I thought you was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when they see you eat something that they didn't think you. Would uh, wait a minute, why? People do that to me all the time. Yeah, Lisa, I didn't know you ate this. It's like calm down, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah. This is I, a yeah. In a while like thing. I gotta, eat, I gotta eat onion rings in the closet because I don't want you to. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, you ate. I remember when I first ate onion oh, rings yeah. in front of my. Uh, co-workers and they were like what you onion ring what that's right i'm like uh i wasn't even gonna order because i knew that was gonna happen but. right it, <laughs> and it makes you feel sneaky almost right because you have to like i'm just a regular person and so we try and share more with the with ourselves about that so you guys have been both overestimated and underestimated right like, you ain't expect much out of me and i bought that fire right right right, right. Yeah. health is the exact same way Right. And I think when people decide to get healthy, they truly underestimate the work. Oh, the commitment, the dedication. Their fingers and it's going down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that cruise next month. Yeah, that cruise next month. I'm going to need to get it together. Yeah, so let me hop on this real quick. Come Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's name really quickly all the things that you can pay somebody else to do for you that are that are typically considered difficult task or things to take on my taxes your taxes all right (laughs) you can pay somebody to do your taxes um you can pay someone to garden for you garden that's hard yes yeah um cooking takes up a lot of time you can pay somebody to cook your food to grocery shop for you ain't even gotta go grocery shopping yourself do your hair oh for sure yeah makeup nails all that yep yeah Um, clean your house 
Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. clean, clean your, your car. car. Clean your amp. No, cat your grass, fix your car. Fix your car. You yeah. can pay somebody to fix your car. You can pay somebody to build your own house. You don't have to build your house. You can pay somebody to do your social media. You don't even have to post nothing yeah. if you don't want to. No. You yeah. can pay somebody. It's any for everything. Yeah, then yeah. you can pay somebody to um, drive you around. You can pay somebody to repair the inside of your body. Like, you don't have to try and study. You don't have to learn medicine. You don't have to get trained for years. Like, if something goes on with your body, you can literally pay somebody to fix your body. Oh, you can go to medical school and not even... You can literally pay somebody to pretend like they're you and to get your degree. You can pay somebody to take your oh, yeah. GMAT test, yeah. your master's test. You can yeah. pay somebody... You're right, Jay. You can pay somebody to do turn... You can literally pay somebody to go to college and university. For Raise you. your child. You can pay somebody a nanny. You can leave your child never see them. That's a big one. People yeah. pay people to raise their raise kids. Their right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a big one. People yeah. do. I yeah. forgot about that one. Right. And you can write... You can pay somebody to carry your child for you. Woo! <laughs> yes. And that's the big one. You can pay somebody to literally have a, have baby, a baby for, for you. you. Yes. yes. To bring life into this world. That's, you. that's genetically yours. Okay. <laughs> but what you can't pay for. Yes, say it, say it. Your, your health. health. You cannot pay anybody to get healthy for you. Yep. You can literally pay somebody to have a baby you for you. You cannot outsource health. You can't yes. outsource. You, you can outsource everything else. Yes, yeah, and that's why it's so difficult. Because yeah. I'm famous for, te- for telling people when they say it's too hard. So, so, so it's, it's okay. It's, it's hard. hard. Okay, let's move on and okay. do the hard stuff. But on. in reality, yeah. in reality, if I if I just had to keep it one hundred percent real, is I get it. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you not felt like meal yeah, prepping? Oh, but I get you it. do it yeah. because you. You know, I, I, I absolutely understand why you don't want to be sweaty, go work out, why you don't want to my eat hair, look, I just got my healthy hair food every single day. <laughs> right. <laughs> all that. Drink all that water. I get it. Yes. I really do understand it why you don't want to do it. Consistency and I understand that. why people fall off mm-hmm. and never get back on. I do, because you can't be like, okay, let me call my mama. Let me see if she can go to the gym. <laughs> now, you know, go I'm, be, I'm busy this good. week. Let me see if Jay can go to the yeah, gym for right, me a few, right. few like, times Let me get week. one of them work up, workouts work off you. No, nah, right? Yes. Yes. You can't do it. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely 100% have to do it right. yourself. And not only because um, you you guys know that I was having a, a cardio cardiac yeah. issues. And I had to see a cardiac doctor, a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was ordered to not work out. For maybe like two months, two mm-hmm. and a half months, mm-hmm. wow. and uh, when it was time when I got the clear, going back was hard. Yeah. Going back was really was hard, months. trying to build up my strength again, yep. and that was just from two and a half months. Think about people who take years. So when you off. haven't worked out since you was running around a gym in elementary school, right? And you talking about do huh do what? Oh no, right. I'm, I'm kind of good on that because it really no. was hard to just. Yeah. My muscles were sore afterwards. My legs hurted. My arms hurted. I got to the gym and it was like I haven't, you know, been on the any cardio machines in a long time, and it it, it was difficult. You know, but it was that mental component. Like Jay, you had it before. You got it. You have it now. You just have to push the way you did before. Yes. And um. But yeah, I can totally see why somebody was like, okay, my, um, okay, you know, no. I can't get anybody to do this for me. I'm kind of, I'm straight. And you know, when people come on to professionally fit, I like to always tell them, I'm like, listen, if something goes wrong with your car, 
you go to the mechanic, you hand them your keys, and your expectation is when you come back and pick up that car in a few hours or a few days, they're going to hand you your keys and your car will be fixed. Yes. Right. I said, this is not that. You are not just giving me this first payment and you're not going to wake up two months from now the weight you want to be, free of medication, the mindset that you want to have, and full of confidence. I said... You are doing this work, not me. When you hire an expert in health and wellness, it's very different than hiring an expert to do your taxes, carry your baby, drive you around, or cook your food. You are working in conjunction with a health coach. And people highly underestimate how much work is required to get healthy and then they highly underestimate how much work it is to, to sustain yeah. that health yeah. because that's the most difficult part. Ooh, because, you know, I've known people to trainer hop. You hop from one trainer yeah. to another trainer to yeah. another trainer. Yes. When the problem is you, they cannot yeah, do they it for you. They wasn't a good trainer. No, you weren't a good student. Yes. Yeah. That, that, the, there's no shortage of strategies. I say this in our in our sci-fi course, only available in B-Box. Um, but I say this in our five-day um, sci-fi course that... There is no shortage of strategies on how to do anything. You know what I mean? You can find a billion ways to save money, a billion ways to make money. You can find a billion ways to lose weight, mm-hmm. right? It's not your strategy. But like Jay said, people strategy hop. People trainer hop. That is not an external source that's stopping you from being great. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's within. And people don't understand that, like, this is the only thing that you can't pay somebody to do. You have to do the work. You have to do the exercise. You have to drink the water. You have to cook the food. You have to get educated on how your body responds to different foods and pairings and, I mean, morning or evening workouts and whether or not you can eat bread before bed or or whatever, like... Everybody's body, and you have to take the time to educate yourself on your capabilities and your weaknesses and your strong suits. But I will say uh, to that is don't don't uh, be deterred deterred wow every deterred deterred <laughs> by um by by that like I need to know everything um. I love to tell people, you know what not to do. You know that for sure. You can start there and then educate yourself more and more as you go. But you don't. People allow themselves to believe that. You need all the education to get started. No, don't don't give me that. You don't need all. The, you just just start. Just start, and it and comes then and it comes because you'll want to know yes. more. You yes. want to know yes. uh, what to eat. You'll you'll want to know these things as you start seeing results. But my put the pot down, put the chip down, put the cookie. You know to do that. Yes. You know drinking water is good for you. You know not eating fried food. Let's start there. Yeah. And Most then, people have a fundamental knowledge. Yeah. Of what, uh, it what takes. to do. I, I, yeah. I hate when pe- when I, when I'm told that. Well, I don't know what to do. Okay. Well, let's start with what not to do. Can right. we start there? And then I can help you. I can help we you. Can from go, there. We can work with that. Yeah, I can work with that. <laughs> yeah, because you know full well Kool Aid ain't, ain't is not okay, good for you. Okay, with all that sugar. <laughs> no. Tiff, as a coach here at Professionally Fit, like what would you say is one of the biggest um, things you hear from clients as to why? You know they can't conquer this health and wellness thing. Like I like my I like food too much. Mm. I like I I don't want to stop eating whatever it is fried foods. You know baked goods, sweet stuff. I don't want to stop eating. Can I lose weight without? <laughs> can, I, can I get to where I want to be and yeah. still eat this stuff? You tell me how. You work that yeah. magic and tell me how. And yeah. I'm like it don't work like that. Yeah, it does not work sure. like that. Um, it's not the power in a lot of our clients right now are on week four in our um, plant based plus 
course and week four is about mindset and in that lecture we talk about giving away your power to food just what you just said like i i'm not i'm tell, i'll tell you right now i'm not gonna stop eating this yeah now I build me a plan like, around yep. fried chicken build me a plan i remember um <laughs> when, when i used to work in a gym a lady came in for a consultation and was flat out like um i'm not giving up beer just letting you know on day one i'm not giving up my bud light now carry on <laughs> I said okay. Not just non-negotiable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So, you know, it's really, really, really important to be mindful that you give away a lot of power when you make these claims and these stakes on certain foods that you have to have. I need my coffee in the morning. I have to have cheese on my sandwich. You're giving away so much. You're losing footing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're setting yourself up for that. So you have to be really, really, really mindful. Um, dang. I know, right? That was deep. That nobody, people can have a baby for you, but you still got to lose weight on your own. That's yep, deep. Yep. Mm, Crazy. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's you the you problem. can pay somebody to improve your health for you and do all this stuff for you. Oh. And when baby. I figure it out, oh, oh. I'm patting that idea on day one and we making the whole squad oh, billionaires off that one. Down. We found a way somebody can lose weight for you and get that money. <laughs> Let me eat for you. Okay, oh, girl. We'll be on like every corner. Like, yeah, come, let me talk to you. Let I'll me work talk out to for you. you all day. Okay, oh, no what call it? Body by Lisa. Oh, <laughs> y'all about to get this work. <laughs> yeah. Let's bridge the gap from, guys. Bridging the gap is our segment where we make a direct correlation between today's topic and your business as an entrepreneur or your career as a nine-to-fiver. We have a perfect blend because... Tiff is both, um, she works independently and professionally fit, and she also holds a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And so she'd be really interested <laughs> on getting, you know, you guys' pers- perspective. So with regard to bridging the gap, we're going to talk about underestimating the work it takes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Underestimating the work it takes. As an entrepreneur, there's a big difference between being a business owner and being a hustler. And my belief is that when an individual sets out to start their own company and start their own business, um, they strongly underestimate the amount of work it takes to not only build a brand, um, but to sustain it, to keep a constant stream of leads, to deliver a certain quality of service, to deliver a certain quality of product, the administrative work that it takes behind the, you know, on the back end. Um, the funnels and all of these things that are required to truly run a business. And people, lots of people ask me all the time, what do you do on a day-to-day, Lisa? What do you do on a day-to-day? And I'm like, I just have to give you a (laughs) pair of shoes and let you walk in them because um, it, it, it changes daily. You know, it changes daily. And as an entrepreneur, you cannot underestimate how much work it takes. It is very appealing right now to be a business owner, to be an entrepreneur, to have your own brand, to not have a boss telling you what to do and when and where to be somewhere. But please believe it is a lot of sweat, blood, tears, and money that is required to truly build a company and 
It is not for the faint of heart. And if you are not serious about delivering some type of value to your community and to your customers, then don't get into this thing. If you're getting into this thing so you won't have a boss, you're getting into it for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. So it is really, really important to understand how much work it really entails. Well, how do I figure out how much work it really entails? You need to surround yourself with individuals who are doing what you want to do, who are earning what you want to earn, and who are experiencing the things that you are looking to experience and really get the true downright nitty gritty about what that life looks like because I love my life like I love it I I've created so many opportunities for myself but it's not without the work and so you have to be really really enlightened smart and educated and not just think oh I do this one thing right cook really well so I can sell dinners right I do hair really well so I can open up a salon right I coach really well or I got through a really difficult time in my life so I'm now qualified to coach people no, not necessarily. Okay? So being good at your craft, please listen very closely. Last thing I'll say, being good at your craft is not equivalent to being a good business owner. It's not equivalent to being able to run a business. You can be good at your craft and let somebody else pay you to be great at it. But when you think you're good at your craft and that you also can run a business, it does not work that way. And you have to get educated on everything else first because just being good at your craft or making clothes does not mean that you're going to make a million dollars off of making clothes. So don't underestimate the work in entrepreneurship. Well, and me as a, I'm not an entrepreneur, but I've been in the workforce shoot since I was 14. Um, but in my career, I've been here, there for 12 years and I have my own staff that I manage and I see it every day. I have one of my staff that I just want to pick her up and shake her and say, what are you doing? She physically is unhealthy. She mentally is unhealthy. She could benefit from some nutritional coaching, from life coaching, maybe some therapy. Like she needs, I see it. She takes time off from being unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So it's directly affecting her career because I'm at a point where there's <laughs> going to be some discipline, some things going down because she's not focused. Right. She And whenever I go to her desk, she's usually eating something she sh that might not be the best for her. Right. Um, she's usually on her phone, Facebooking, and letting other things distract her. So professionally, she is allowing her physical and mental state mm -hmm. to impact yep. her career, her job. So if I, I could see her doing way better if she would take better care of herself. Yep. You know, and I do try to drop little nuggets here and there. I'm like, so how you feeling today? You know, you know, I try right. to encourage her like, hey, you know, I'll give her a bottle of water here and there. You look thirsty. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but if you do not take care of yourself, it absolutely has a direct correlation, a direct effect on your professional life. And actually, of, of every other facet of your life, if you're not there mentally or your physical state is so you have your low energy or whatever it is, it has a direct effect on other facets of your life and, and also your profession. Yeah, I want to talk about being a attracted to um, negativity or being resistant to positivity in the workforce. Um, that's usually the case, especially when there's a lot of women. I'm mm -hmm. going to, you know, say women <laughs> uh, in, in, in one setting. When it's a, lo it's a lot of negativity that you can just dive right off into from the top because, you know, when you're the new person, let me tell you about such and such. Oh, oh stay yeah. away from such and such. Yeah. Don't listen. And then 
um, like you were saying, you come in and say good morning all the time, and people, some people are are resistant to that. They don't want to be happy in the morning. They don't want to be positive in the morning. So just be just be more mindful of absorbing good energy and good positive energy because as humans, period, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Like, what? What what's sunset say? And you wanna know, you wanna give me right. deets, give me the deets, <laughs> give me all the deets. And it's just natural. You, mm-hmm. But don't don't be too absorbed in it. Let it pass you up. Don't, you know, relay the information now to someone else, like the shares on Facebook. Don't be the share. Yeah. You know, if someone tells you something negative, keep it to yourself. Spread positivity. Spread light. Um, and light attracts light. So if you are that person that's just resistant to the good mornings or the chipper person, ask yourself why. Why are why they annoying? Like, why don't I say good morning to everyone? Why don't I offer to bring coffee sometimes for a few people if I know they drink coffee in the morning? Why don't I um, buy um, donuts? And it, it, such and such always brings them like once a month. Like you can be that person that brings light and, and not be the, the person that um, spreads negativity. So just be just be mindful is my advice in yep. the workforce. And that, yep. my friend, is how you get professionally fit. Hey. Um, coming up and on June, July 23rd, we have our next Detroit Fit Mob. Detroit Fit Mob is our monthly fitness flash mob, which travels throughout Metro Detroit, spreading the importance of physical fitness and activity throughout our community. So every month we pop up in a new city and we're exercising on the street. So please join us at DetroitFitMob.com, right on the homepage there. Drop your email address to get notified of all of our upcoming mobs. Next one is shooting off on uh, Sunday, July 23rd at 1.30 p.m. You'll only be notified of the mob location once you're registered for the mob. So, so excited about that. Thank you again to all our amazing listeners. If you are in the market for health and wellness coaching and you've realized that I've tried and I can't do this thing on my own. I need the knowledge paired perfectly with the accountability and the support. Then please join us here at Professionally Fit at professionallyfit.co. We can get you all the way together. Again, we can't do it for you, but we can certainly teach you and show you the way. So thanks again for um, reaching out to us here at Professionally Fit. Thank you for listening. And if you have any comments, concerns, or something that you would love for us to address, please reach out at professionallyfit.co or reach out on social media. We're Professionally Fit on Instagram. We're Professionally Fit on Facebook. And remember to listen to this and past episodes at either SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or directly on the website under Professionally Fit Radio. Until next week, be well. Peace.